Talking About You with Estra welcomes you for episode Social Security Disability Income for You or Wall Street. For decades, Wall Street has been trying to get their hands on money to use in the stock market from Social Security income. Baby boomers funded both their own retirement and the generation before them. Where has this money gone? Why no mention by Congress that this has ever occurred? Is leaning on people receiving Social Security disability a means to an end? Many are poor, and this is their only source of income. Why? Because Congress has allowed employers to skip out of their responsibility of paying agreed benefits and leaving employees with a lot less support, allowing corporations to keep money that was supposed to be for policyholders. Is Social Security now siding with Wall Street and throwing Main Street under the bus? Are they afraid of being hurt by budget cuts, as has been done by Congress against many government agencies? What are these actions doing to the people currently receiving Social Security disability income? Is Social Security disability surveillance part of the game to reduce the roles of qualified individuals in order to fatten up the stock market for Wall Street by using this funding? Today, let's talk about the treatment of Social Security disability income recipients. The treatment and resources today recipients of Social Security Disability receive is quite different than in past years. There are many services no longer offered or reduced. Many disabled under this current program don't receive enough support in order to get by and therefore do without. Today we hear a lot about the stock market has rebounded from the recession, but has it? If so, where did all the money baby boomers placed into Social Security during their most viable working years go? Did this funding also rebound after the recession? Or was this money gifted to other government agencies or loaned out to Wall Street? One way to analyze what is happening to Social Security disability recipients is to begin to watch the behavior and decision-making of Congress regarding this program and those agencies, corporations, or lobbyists that work with them. Notice who's missing from the above equation? You. Yes, you. The disabled who will have to work within the constraints set by Congress through discussions with those there at the table to protect their interests, not yours. There are many insurance industry watch organizations protecting their sixes. When was the last time you heard about a major insurance company losing a case against a policyholder and paying out the claim? Usually, they attempt to appeal the decision until the insured is deceased or so close it's hard to say which is which. So what has Congress thought about lately regarding Social Security disability? That is the House of Representatives Bill number 3482, and it was introduced to the House September 10, 2015 and the name of it is Disability Insurance Protection and Fraud Prevention Act of 215. Now, if I've ever heard a name of a bill that is far from the truth, it's the name of this bill. Quote, requires the Inspector General of the Social Security Administration to increase the number of cooperative disability investigative units to 54 and distribute them equally among the most densely populated area, end quote. Densely populated areas? Are they talking about the inner city, people of color, poor people? Does this sound like targeting a certain population? 
No need for disability investigative units out in the suburbs or Wall Street? Are these new code words? Reviews for people age 50 or above on disability were previously not targeted for this type of harassment. Now it's 58 years of age. Is 58 the new 50? Or is this a new technique to lower the roles of people on disability? My, my, my. Who are these people working for, average citizens or Wall Street? Quote, a men's Title II, which is basically the Social Security Disability Income Program, and Title 16, which is the Supplemental Security Income, which is known as SSI, of the Social Security Act to eliminate considerations of the combined effect of impairments in disability determinations. That's for both Social Security Disability Income, which is the SSDI, and the Supplemental Security Income, which is the SSI. So what are they saying? Let's keep on. Disability determinations. I thought this was done extensively while most injured waited three years to be approved or denied disability income. Typically, Social Security Disability reviews determinations every three years unless corporations ask them to speed this up in hopes of employers being able to deny claims. So why place more pressure on a system that already has major delays in their initial determination process? What really is the purpose of this Act of 215? Here's your answers. Quote, makes appropriations for continuing disability reviews for the physical year of 216 throughout 220. Directs the commissioner to assess for Congress after 218 the amount of savings attained as a result of the appropriations in the Federal Disability Program, which is SSDI, and the SSI programs. What is the actual reason for this bill? Saving money. But will this save as much money as it spends? And who are the beneficiaries of this review of the disabled? Lord knows most disabled have enough worries to address. They're looking in the wrong place for the money. Perhaps Congress should go back and review appropriations of the use of Social Security funding. Perhaps start with Wall Street or government loans. Deals made with lobbyists, perhaps? Why start with the least of us to harass and intimidate those with no resources to defend themselves from such attacks? Does our Congress, too, only pick on the meek, disabled, and poor? I thought Congress's job was to protect and serve all citizens. But do they? So what is their mission? Let's read a little bit more of this bill and see if we can find out. Quote, requires a commissioner to describe for Congress the design of, number one, a disability demonstration program, number two, a state demonstration program to revise specified existing fund streams for specific populations, remember that word, specific populations, to improve outcomes and reduce participation in SSI and SSDI, which is the Social Security Disability Income. So that's a lot in that. Let me read number two, those highlights in that section. It says, it's first a state demonstration program versus the first one, which it sounds like is a federal demonstration program. And what is the key? To specified existing funding streams. That's talking about money, okay? Funding streams are money for specific populations to improve outcomes. What kind of outcomes? Well, specific populations, we know that that's inner city. Hold that in our thoughts. And the last piece of this says, 
and reduce participation in SSI and SSDI insurance. So what do they say? They want to reduce the participation on SSI and SSDI. So that's part two. The, the last one is number three. It says, a demonstration program that encourages employers to reduce the incidence of disability among their employees by 20% through a voluntary program that provides the employers with a tax credit. Did you hear that? They give your employers something, but they take away from the employee. Through a voluntary program that provides the employer with a tax credit if their employees, what? Do not file for Social Security disability insurance. Did you hear this? Okay, so we'll have to, I'll break this down in a minute, but this is, whole thing really got to me. I'm going to read this again because it's just too much. Quote, requires the commissioner to describe for Congress the design of, number one, a disability demonstration program, number two, a state demonstration program to revise specified existing funding streams for specific populations to improve outcomes and reduce participation in SSI or SSDI. Number three, a demonstration program that encourages employers to reduce the incidence of disability among their employees by 20% through a voluntary program that provides the employers with a tax credit if their employees do not file, I shouldn't say employees, but it really gets me, if their employees do not file for Social Security disability insurance. End quote. You can read this again for yourself on Congress Archive site for the current legislation of 215 to 216. Okay, Whew. let's break this down. Number one. A disability demonstration program on the federal level. Frankly, this sounds like developing a plan to cut the roles of Social Security disability income under both those receiving benefits through participation in the insurance plan. This is what Social Security disability income is. And the program for those who don't qualify under the insurer program, but are eligible because of lack of income. Number two, a disability demonstration program on state levels. Revised funding streams sounds to me like cutting back by targeting specific population groups. My question would be to improve outcomes for whom? For their bottom lines? Because if they seriously want to reduce the roles of SSI and SSDI, they will need to put more resources out in order for those people to be placed in better health. Since Congress's goal is to reduce the roles of Social Security disability of inner-city poor people, I personally would recommend them giving the support they need in order to move on. I have not met any disabled people who prefer pain, suffering, or being broke. Everyone wants to paddle their own canoe. Who would want to be on a system which is set up to keep people broken? In my opinion, many people who are injured or disabled try to find their way back to their original lives. The disabled way of life is too hard for most people. Comments on number three. If you were confused at all about Social Security working for Wall Street, you found the answer here in number three. Asking to reduce their employees' incidence of disability? Really? How? Do they think people just decide to become disabled? 
that one day they decide for disaster to destroy their lives? I don't think so. So Congress says to Wall Street, hey, if you keep down our costs, we'll give you tax credits so you can keep more of these same employee premiums without having to pay out benefits either. Really? So, employers, you reduce the number of disabled by 20%, okay? That's what Congress is saying. And this will be our little secret because policyholders don't read legislation and your employee benefit plan summary won't mention it. Wow. Are you still wondering how policyholders are getting screwed? Who is really looking out for your interest? How can we put an end to this by standing up today and demanding Congress to enact insured civil rights legislation? Otherwise, we will be continued to be played and suffer the consequences from Social Security, Congress, insurance companies, and their lobbyists, actions upon their behalf and not ours. Call Congress today at 202-224-3121 and let them know what you think about H.R. 3482. That's the bill we've been talking about today. It's called the Disability Insurance Protection and Fraud Prevention Act of 215. And now you know why I call the name of this bill a joke and ask them to support insured civil rights legislation of 216. Stay safe, well, and determined. Thank you for listening. The 216 Car Accident Weekly Planner to help stay organized is available all year long in case you're involved in a collision. If you need help, please send me a message at support at estraseattle.com. Again, that's support at estraseattle.com. Mm-hmm.